Welcome to Converge Coffee. I'm here with Yali Sar. He is the CEO and co-founder of an algorithmic branding agency called Taylor Brands. They're a venture-backed startup company teaching computers how to design and offering a self-service branding platform for over 5 million clients worldwide. Prior to Taylor Brands, Sar was a journalist, political spokesperson, and co-founder of Raising the Bar, a worldwide education initiative with hundreds of members in New York, San Francisco, Sydney, and Hong Kong. Sar is an avid scuba diver and swimmer. So more about Taylor Brands. It is, again, a worldwide first automated branding platform offer, offering a subscription-based service to over 5 million businesses worldwide. It is reshaping the creative industry by teaching computers how to design, write copy, and even plan strategy. It was founded in September 2014 by Yali, Tom Lahat, and Nadav Chaz. The company has raised over $20 million to date and has offices in both New York and Tel Aviv. Yali, thanks for being on this episode. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. So, Yali, I think the first question I need to ask is, um, why start Taylor Brands? <laughs> um, so I come from a completely different background. Uh, I started out in Tel Aviv uh, as an actor doing theater, television. Uh, then, as you, as you said before, I moved on to journalism, political spokespersoning. Um, and then I started um, the Raising the Bar initiative, which was really rebranding education. And at that point, um, my two co-founders and I came up with this idea to create an algorithm that could be creative. Um, Working in the creative industry, all of us, we understand that there is always an equation of price versus quality. The higher you can pay, the better the quality of the work you're going to receive. And this really creates an uneven advantage for companies. If you're starting off a coffee shop, for example, you're obviously not going to get the same level of services that Starbucks is receiving. We really aim to democratize the creative industry by ensuring every business has the opportunity to stand out. Um, as a founder of a nonprofit that focused on branding education, my co-founders and I interacted with businesses every day that didn't necessarily have the budget to work with huge agencies. And this idea really you know, boils down to one point, and this is for every coffee shop out there to get the same services that the WPP, IPG, Omnicom publicists of the world um, would give any huge major brand out there. I love it. I, I think um, you are not charging a lot. You are, I mean, I, I mean, Converge Coffee is using the logo from Taylor Brands. Um, just because I'm like, I'm not a designer. How can I um, I'm a computer data guy. How do I, <laughs> how do I make a logo? Um, and I, I love, I absolutely love the product and, and, and the service and the customer service aspect of it. I love it. Um, I think right in going right into it, how do you market a design technology product like this since it's the first of its kind? 
Yeah, so it was really, you know, it was really hard uh, at the beginning. I think that um, the first kind of reactions that we received when we started playing around with the idea of Taylor Brands was nobody's ever going to purchase a machine-made logo. It was something um, that was so, you know, a wild dream when we started out that it seemed impossible. Um, and, you know, so there's, there's two kind of parts to the, to the answer. The first thing is how do you position something like that in terms of branding? And I think that we really focused on the AI ML portion and, and started saying to people, listen, just give it a try. It's completely free to try out. You're not going to buy, you know, a cat in a bag, uh, which is a lot of the, a lot of the times this is what happens um, when you know you would go with a small budget and you know find a freelancer that is willing to uh, to uh, do something for you. Here, you're going to see the result before you actually purchase it, and this was kind of the way we managed to put our our, our foot in the door. Um, the second thing, you know, is how do you get it to such a widespread audience? Today, Taylor is onboarding roughly half a million um, new brands uh, every month. Um, and we really do a lot of our user acquisition in the classic online marketing channels, SEO, um, search, social, inbound marketing, affiliation. Um, and we also invest a lot of efforts in optimizing our marketing materials um, to really be beneficial for our users, right? We want each piece of content that we put out there to be something valuable for small businesses. Um, of course, it helps uh, when you're a branding-focused uh, startup um, to when, when, when you're kind of asking the question of how do you market yourself? We have a lot of experts in-house. This is our expertise. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm very happy that we got to the place that we are today. That's awesome. I, and I, and I love that you are, um, your humility of, of bringing in and talking about the client and, and seeing, seeing things first of, for them to see, like, maybe going to, into a bakery and saying, okay, well, I want that because that looks good <laughs> rather than like having the mystery, mystery item. <laughs> Um, yeah. The next question I have is, you're you're in Tel Aviv and in 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 Israel, and you are in New York. What are like let people like what what are the challenges for marketing your product internationally? So or I what think, are some successes too? Yeah, I think I think one of the beautiful things. Uh, in the world that we live today, is it really doesn't matter where you're where you're at uh when we started the business uh, our first office was our new york city office and at some point um we decided that we're going to you know open up an additional office in tel aviv and one of the questions were you know your main market is the us how can you do it from tel aviv but you have so many amazing companies today that you don't really know where they're based out of, right? Spotify is a Swedish company. Um, and, you know, living in, in the U.S., uh, Spotify, you know, for me, always felt American. Um, I think that 
the, the big challenge is understanding how do you optimize your branding language and your marketing language to fit each and every um, um, geographic area that you're marketing to, trying to put yourself in the same shoes. Um, and it's a lot of people make the, mis the misconception that it's just about language. It's not just about language. Even when you're you know, um, advertising for US, UK, and Australia or South Africa, all of these countries, um, you know, they have English speakers. Um, but the, the, the whole way that you would approach clients in these different clients, in these different countries, um, it's, it's, it's different. You have to understand that there are different ways to speak. There are different um, way, there are different uh, issues that you want to address and so forth. So understanding that each region is different was kind of our, our core belief early on. And I think once we got that out of the way, we realized it doesn't really matter if you're in Tel Aviv or New York or Bangladesh. That's amazing. Like, I, I wouldn't have known that. I do a lot of, <laughs> I do a lot of uh, paid advertising in the U.S., so I wouldn't know um, as much internationally. So I appreciate that advice. And I think um, the coffee drinkers appreciate that too. So Mikhail um, mentioned to me, you guys have built your own design branding language. Can you tell me what kind of what was the motivator in that, and wh what is the what is the goal out of that? Yeah, so you know, it's we we focus on design and branding. This is what we sell uh, our clients, and we really believe the importance of design and branding. And one of the you know, one of the uh, easiest ways to understand why design and branding are so important is to think, and, you know, you, you're talking about Converge Coffee, right? It's about coffee. Um, you can probably buy, um, you know, a cappuccino uh, at any bodega in New York for around two bucks. Um, then you can go to a Starbucks and you would buy the same cappuccino for five bucks. And then you would go to a fancy coffee shop somewhere down in uh, Brooklyn, and you would buy the same coffee for $8. Now, the product itself hasn't changed. So the value of the product hasn't changed. So what did change? The perceived value of the product. And perceived value is something that is very important if you want to grow a business. Because, you know, the, the, the same guy from the bodega, the margin that he got from the same cup of coffee is very different from what Starbucks received. And if you want to be able to grow your business, if you believe that your product is great and you want more people to get it, you have to have the means in order to grow that business. Um, so that's really kind of our core belief and why we think branding and design uh, are so important. Um, when we, you know, when we started off Taylor Brands, um, there were literally, I think, zero, um, zero companies in, in, in our space. And as we, you know, as the years uh, passed by, um, you know, we have uh, crowdsourced uh, sites that, you know, realized that, you know, they could offer a logo as well. Um, and you have uh, you have kind of very simple generators 
that are using the same marketing language. And you really wanted to understand how do you differentiate yourself? How do you make sure that people understand that, yes, you know, this is a logo and this is a logo, but our logo, our branding, what we supply to you is different. And we wanted to make sure that, you know, when a person sees your ad or sees your email, he knows immediately out of the top of his head that, you know, this is Taylor Brands. This is the company that, you know, he trusted before, so he can trust it again. And you want to kind of create cues, cues of, of, of memory for your potential client to see and act by. So basically, the, you know, how it boils down is that when you're creating a marketing language and it doesn't have, you know, it, it could be advertising, it could be email. You want to create branding consistency. You want to make sure that your logo corresponds with your ads. Your ads correspond with your site. Your site corresponds with your emails. You want to make sure that this is kind of um, a very seamless experience for the user. Um, so we started playing around with different colors um, and we got to this kind of palette, this kind of color palette and that we thought was representative for us. And then we created a play on shapes. And it's, it's really a long process. And, you know, Taylor does it for you automatically, thank God. Um, but the, the, the bottom line is that now when a user sees our ad or sees our website or sees our email, he doesn't even have to look at the logo. He doesn't have to look at the text, he knows immediately that this is us, and he knows us, he trusts us, and he can go right along and uh, see what it is that we're offering. I love it. I, I think um, you have shown, um, and that's why I bought into Taylor Brands, it was showing the logo, it was showing the consistency, because sometimes brands, they try to be creative, but they don't remain consistent. Um, we talked about <laughs> marketing, how to do internationally, how to how to do all of that kind of stuff. Um, flipping a little bit of gears, um, um, that's why I was really interested in, in, in a different marketing sense that a lot of um, companies don't realize of just not just traditional, but you do two things very um, intentionally. Um, first is the small biz nation community that you've built, and the other is is um, partnerships. Can you um, talk more about both? Yeah, certainly. So the Small Business Nation community was launched in the end of February. It's a Facebook community of uh, small business owners uh, and you know other people with visions and dreams that want to understand how to you know better market uh, those dreams, how to you know get advice from 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 their peers. Um, and the goal was to give these aspi aspiring current business owners and entrepreneurs a place to share advice, ideas, and experiences. It's, of course, uh, an online and free community. Uh, it's accessible to everyone through Facebook. Uh, Taylor Brands is the admin and monitor where needed, um, but the community is really about the entrepreneurs themselves and sharing advice that may not be straight from our blog, right? We might have, and this is something, you know, we try and 
and uh, and be uh, thoughtful of, right? We know that sometimes we have our own agenda, right? Sometimes we, of course, want people to use our tools, but you know maybe you know there are some tools uh, that could also be used, um, and we wanted uh, a place that is really free for people to share their advices and you know if the end and the end of the day and we see that a lot of times they they recommend taylor it's it's a great uh it's a great honorary badge for us um but um we really want to hear what it is that they think is best um today the community already has 3000 members um and it's not bad for you know only two and a half months live and and you know basically zero marketing around that. Um, in terms of the partnerships, uh, we currently have two types of partnerships. We work with many marketing agencies and SMB entrepreneurs, coaches uh, that suggest Taylor Brands directly to their clients. Often we complement the partner services to a 360 degrees marketing solution offer. Other partnerships we aim for are these that support our services to a 360 uh, um, um, business solution. Uh, we strive to support our clients with all of the tools and features needed. So, you know, if um, at one point, for example, if we know our users are also looking for a website, we'll partner up with uh, a website uh, supplier and we'll, we'll also, you know, offer a very, uh, a very uh, sizable perk uh, for our customers that they can use uh, this partner service. I like it. I mean, I, I that's why I wanted you on the episode because it was it, everything falls in line of you're very intentional. You're very. Um, I love the company how it's not trying to push a sell, but it's trying to offer. It's trying to offer help. Um, in the in the best way and in a unique way. Um, flipping gears, I'm going to ask you no more questions. <laughs> um, but I do want to know um, about the this. There's an offline background of a, a, a customer in Alaska that I'd like you to share the story about that I really think is very inspirational of how you help your customers. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, one of the things that we always remind all of the people that work with us in Taylor Brands is, yes, it's a company. Yes, uh, we strive to make the company grow and to make our business grow, and we have our business matrix. Um, but we also always want to make sure that we put our clients first, and we want to make sure that the goal of everything that we do is help people achieve their dreams. And the beautiful thing is we always get these small reminders of the fact that these are not just plain values. These have actual, you know, real life uh, um, uh, proofs. So one of our, one of, I think, one of the first clients we've dealt with, um, it, with Taylor Brands was a maker in Alaska. And he was um, he was creating those um, he was he was creating a product which I won't mention uh, right now. But uh, he really had a hard time getting the business off the ground. He was a great craftsmanship. Um, the the products that he made looked amazing. 
Um, but he, you know, he needed funding. He needed uh, support. And he went to roadshows. He went to banks. And, you know, he couldn't get anyone um, to kind of support the business and giving the, the check that he needed. Um, and, you know, he came, he came to Taylor Brands because he said, you know, people like the product, but they don't feel that I'm a real business. And he created the logo with us. And that logo um, turned into business cards and letterheads and, you know, a pitch deck. And suddenly uh, the guy got a business loan and he managed to get the product off the ground. And suddenly there were packages and the business grew and he managed to hire employees and pay back the loan. And at the end of this entire process, I remember him sending us um, one of these products that he created uh, to our office with a thank you note. And, you know, this really, you know, it, it's worth everything because you're creating something from New York or Tel Aviv and you get a guy from Alaska or South Africa or anywhere else suddenly sending you a note saying, thank you, you changed my life. Um, and this really is what, you know, keeps us up at night and gets us up every morning. That's awesome, and I, and, I, and I love the core value of the customers coming first. Um, flipping gears, I think, um, I think the Converge coffee drinkers want to know um, more about you, Yali. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, you are the CEO and co-founder of Taylor Brands, but, you know, what do you do in your spare time um, creatively, um, health-wise, to bring back into that inspiration into Taylor Brands? I think hmm. that that helps um, everybody know like success just doesn't happen overnight. It's built um, with, you know, consistency, dedication to oneself. So, um, A, a lot of the time I work uh, because uh, there's a lot of work to be done. Um, but I do agree with you that. You know, creativity at the end of the day is like a fountain and you want to make sure that it doesn't dry out uh, and you need to create your own routines to make sure it doesn't happen. Um, so for me, you know, I try to always find at least one thing to do a day that clears my head uh, completely because you need to be able to kind of clear away all of the daily routines in order to be able to think of a new idea. So uh, I swim, I uh, actually scuba dive uh, quite often. And the beautiful thing about being in the water, it's completely silent. It's completely silent. You usually need to take your, your watch off. There's basically, you're in a spaceless, timeless um, plane. Um, and the second thing is I like to Never started, despite the fact that Taylor Brands is the the only thing that I'm currently working on, I try to remind myself to always, you know, brainstorm and, you know, find all of the new ideas that I would love to work on if it wasn't for Taylor right now. And even if I never end up working on them, I summarize those into one-liners and I have a notebook filled with these. I usually write around five a day. It really just helps me keep, keep my head 
uh, going. Um, and, you know, we always have a saying here at Taylor Brands, and it is try, fail, repeat. Um, and this is kind of my mantra in my spare time as well. We, you know, obviously as a, as a big company right now, uh, we have a lot of things that are success. We have a lot of things that are failures and that you don't really want to bother with. But we always try and think of those as, you know, phases and things that shouldn't keep you from going back up and doing the next, the next thing. Yali, um, I appreciate um, letting to know a little bit deeper about Taylor Brands, design technology, purposeful intentionality to help your customers, a little bit more about you um, as a person. Um, and I do appreciate this. And I um, just want to say um, thank you for this episode. Thank you so much for having me. It was amazing and best of luck. Okay, thank you very much. 